I'm Lester Holt, and this is Dateline. I heard my mom crying. She said that they found Sarah's car on the bridge. Nobody could find her, and her phone was off. You have to start working worst-case scenarios. Did she jump off the bridge? I was just sure hysterical. An entire town banding together to find a beloved teen. This was a huge search. Hundreds of people came. A lot of people. We had state police, we had the sheriff's department, we had divers. This is things you see on TV, not things that happen to you. And then someone said he spotted her. I looked at her right in the face, just like I'm looking at you right now. That girl's alive. But a secret recording would catch one of the town's own, revealing a sinister scheme. Sarah's whole deal was my thing. He explained that he had studied her movements. The plan was to take her money. Evil. Pure evil. The hurt's never going to be over. Here's Keith Morrison with The Betrayal of Sarah Stern. There was something wrong on the bridge. It was 2.45 a.m., December 3rd, 2016, an old town on the Jersey Shore called Neptune City. It was bitter cold, dark. It was an Uber driver who saw the car just sitting there halfway across the bridge. 911, where is the emergency? Actually, on the Belmar Bridge, right after heading south in the middle of the bridge, there's a car that's abandoned. It's off to the side of the road. So what kind of car is it? Uh, it kind of looks like an old, beat-up, light tan-colored, like, sedan. They set a squad car out for a look. The cop got close. It was unlocked. Keys in the ignition. No sign of the driver. Two, three feet away was a railing, and beyond it, a straight drop to the night black current surging out to sea. What happened here? They ran the plates, discovered the car was registered to a 96-year-old lifelong local resident named Lillian Stern. But she hadn't used her car that day. She'd loaned it to her 19-year-old granddaughter. Her name, Sarah, Sarah Stern. A thousand miles south at Disney World, her dad, Mike, was on vacation with his girlfriend, Christine. He was awakened by his phone. Three o'clock in the morning, and they just asked, does does, uh, Sarah drive the Oldsmobile? And I said, yeah, call Andy. Mm -hmm. Just like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. After the call dropped, Mike called back and got a recording at the Monmouth County Prosecutor's Office. So, panic beginning to stir, he phoned a nephew who happened to be a Neptune first responder. He called back about 10 minutes later and said, yeah, they found Sarah's car up on the bridge. She wasn't in it. And then the terror set in. Mike and Christine jumped in their car and began the 16-hour drive home. God, I can't imagine what that drive back was like. There was a lot of crying and just thinking and talking and... Well, you don't know. No. We were getting calls in from the police department.